offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. is my best friend, my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. is my best friend, my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. 
So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Good evening, everybody. We're so grateful and thankful that you could be here tonight. And if you're watching online, we thank you for that as well. And we're gathered in God's house. And he's going to be distributing his goodness and his grace tonight. Amen. Because we serve a good God. And Lord, we just lift your name on high. We bless you tonight, Lord Jesus. We give you all the praise and all the glory. For you alone are worthy. We magnify you, Lord Jesus. And we thank you that you are here in our midst. Ready to do the Father's will. Ready to move by your power. And do good things in us through us and to us in the name of Jesus. Let's worship the Lord together. And let's stand together. These are easy songs for you to sing along with.
Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, you're the meter of every one of our needs. Thank you, Jesus. You're so good that we do not want. Yes. And, Lord, our delight is in you. Hallelujah. And you give us the desires of our hearts. Oh, Lord, we give you thanks and praise. Your goodness is here. Your grace is here. Your power is here. Your presence is here. Oh, we bless you, Lord. We bless you. Glory to your holy name forevermore. Oh, hallelujah. We turn our hearts to you, Lord Jesus. You help us in life. There's no problem you cannot solve. There's no pit deep enough to hold us from your hand. There's no problem that we face that we cannot overcome because you are for us and not against us. Oh, we bless you, Lord Jesus. We break every stronghold tonight. Sickness and disease, infirmity and weakness have to go. They bow to Jesus. They bow to Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, we give you thanks and praise. Lord, we thank you that you speak to us. It is the anointing that destroys the yoke and removes the burden. Through the anointing, sickness and disease, that yoke is broken down and demolished. That burden is removed, taken away from you, taken off of you. I bless your bread and your water. And I take sickness away from you. For I am the Lord, Jehovah Rophe, the Lord who heals, the Lord who gives life, the Lord who restores, the Lord who strengthens. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If you're healed, say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You may have your seats. Thank you, Signature Worship Team. Glory to God. Dr. Jesus is here. Yes. 
Hallelujah. Well, what day is it? It's Wednesday. And you have an appointment with some refreshing. Amen? God set you up tonight to be refreshed, spirit, soul, and body. Amen? And if you were refreshed a day ago, you can be refreshed again. The people who were filled with the Spirit were filled again. You know, when God does something good, He likes to do it again and again. Amen? For three and a half years, everywhere Jesus went, He taught, He preached, and He healed. He healed every sickness. Everybody say every sickness. And every disease. Among the people. Do we have some people here tonight? Has God changed? Then he's still doing what he did when he walked the earth. Except he's doing it through his body. That's through you and I. Amen? And, uh, hallelujah. Well, we're glad that you're here. And, uh... This is an opportunity to have an encounter. How many are ready for an encounter tonight? Well, God works with his word and by his spirit. Hallelujah. Our kids will be here tonight, in here tonight. And glory to God. You can uh, give anytime during the service if you're watching online. Uh, you can also give uh, through our website as well. And You know, the principle of the kingdom works on seed, time, harvest. You plant the seed, give it some time to grow, and then you'll reap a harvest. Amen. And I thank you, Father, that each and every giver and their gifts are blessed by your hands. They're empowered to prosper. You provide and protect them. Lord, and I give you thanks and praise for your goodness in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, you ready? Tonight we're going to learn how to play in the water. And I'm going to talk to you tonight a little bit about living water. Everybody say living water. It's not dead water. It's living water. And the Bible has a lot to say about water. Alright? Water is important to us all. I looked up some information, and uh, up to 60% of the human body is water. That's more than half. Um, The brain and heart are composed of 73% water. Your brain and your heart. The lungs are about 83% water. The skin contains 64% water. And muscles and kidneys are 79% water. Even the bones are watery. Bones contain 31% of water. Alright? So water is an important part of life, isn't it? And here's the thing about living water. You can get in it. 
and it can get in you. Think about that. You can get in it. How many's ever played in the rain? You know, when it rained, you just, you're just playing in the rain, you're dancing, you're jumping up and down, splashing, you know. There was even entertainers that liked to sing in the rain. Right? You can take it in and drink it in, and it can also flow out of you. You can take it in and drink it in, and it can also flow out of you. Okay? So God wants us to experience an encounter and exchange in his living water tonight. I want some puddle stompers tonight. Amen? And when you interact with God's living water, it's going to produce joy. It's going to cause you to express praise. It's going to bring comfort and peace to you. It'll bring satisfaction. So in the natural, you know, if God does things in the natural, he does things in the spirit. Right? And uh, what does water do for you naturally? It helps form saliva. Right? What we used to call spit. (laughs) Did Jesus' saliva ever do anything to somebody? It made blind eyes open. It it, it actually created eyes. Right? Water keeps your muscle membranes moist. It allows your cells to reproduce, to grow and survive. It flushes out waste. So water cleanses. It's necessary to produce hormones and neurotransmitters. I love that word. There's some brain activity firing right now. Water regulates your body temperature. When you get hot, you sweat. Why? It's designed to cool your body down. It's a shock absorber to your brain and your spinal cord. It protects. Every one of us, when we were conceived, we spent nine months in water. We were surrounded by water. And when it's time to come out, the water comes out. Right? And water helps deliver oxygen to the body. So we're going to play in the water tonight. Not just any kind of water. Not just ordinary H2O, but living water. Everybody say living water. It's alive. It's full of health. It's full of strength. There's nothing like it. God has an endless supply of living water for us tonight and each and every day. Amen? You know, Jesus' first miracle had, had to do with water. He turned water into wine. Jesus walked on water. He was baptized in water. 
a super abundant catch of fish came out of the water. The Word and the Spirit are symbolized by water. The Bible says that His voice is like the sound of many waters. Amen? What does that mean? It's powerful. It's forceful. It's loud. He sanctifies his church with the washing of the water of the word of God. Hallelujah. When the word goes in, junk comes out. Amen? Maybe we need to get rid of some junk tonight. It's time for a holy royal flush. Hallelujah. In, in Nehemiah chapter 9 verse 20, it says, You gave your good spirit to instruct them. You did not withhold your manner from their mouth and you gave them water for their thirst. Who's thirsty tonight? I'm not talking about a natural thirst. I'm talking about a spiritual craving. The Bible says those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, what's going to happen? They shall be filled. That means it can't go any other way. It has to go this way. Filling is a result of hunger. God's filling meets your hunger. God's satisfaction meets your thirst. Isaiah 43, or 44, verse 3. Isaiah 44, verse 3. It says, I will pour water on him who is thirsty. Say, I'm getting wet tonight. Not in a natural sense, but in a spiritual sense. And streams on dry ground. Maybe you came here tonight and maybe you had a dry week. Maybe, maybe things didn't go like uh, you thought they would this week and your week's been dry. It's about to get wet. He's going to cause streams to, he's going to pour out streams on dry ground. And then he says, I will pour out my spirit on your offspring. God's got something to pour out tonight. Amen. It's called the relief pitcher. Not the man who throws the baseball, but it's a pitcher full of water that God wants to pour out on each and every one of us. You know, when when he pours water on your sickness, sickness gets washed away. It is no more resident in your house. I will pour my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. Now, in the Bible, there are four categories of water. Number one, there's a brook. It's the bubbling brook. Right? Go with me to Psalm 110. Psalm 110, verse 7. Every one of us interact with water every day. Right? It washes us, it washes our clothes, it washes our, our dishes, we drink it, amen, we cook with it, amen. 
Even our cars have to take water. It's called a radiator. Right? It's got a mixture of water and, and antifreeze in there. Psalm 110, verse 7. It says, He will drink from the brook by the wayside. Therefore, he will lift his head triumphantly. This is talking about someone who has been pursuing their enemy and they stop to get a drink and they continue on until they overtake their enemy. Hallelujah. I'm going to say a brook. It is the word uh, for a flood, a river, a stream, or a valley. It, it, it means a, a valley where a brook runs through. Right? And how many know that we are designed to pursue our enemies, not our enemies pursuing us? And in the pursuit of your enemies, you take a drink of water to refresh your soul. It's kind of like someone who is fighting the good fight of faith, and you just take a moment to interact with the Holy Spirit to gain some more strength. Amen? It's, it's a way to refresh yourself. So that you're not faint or weary. You know, the Bible says, be not weary in well-doing, for you shall reap if you faint not. Say, I'm not going to faint. Say, I'm going to reap. Hallelujah. You know, there's an endless supply of water to refresh your soul. Okay? God's water gives us assistance, support, and a supply. In other words, you always have a place to fill your tank. And it's right here, right now. You may have come in here with an empty tank. You're going to leave with a full tank. And you won't even get charged for it. Amen? All right. The second thing that the Bible talks about is a well. You know, this church has a well. We have our own water supply. We don't, get, we don't get water from the city or the township. We get water from the ground. And they dug a well and they put a pump. We have a pump in this room back over here. And it pulls the water from the well so that we, when we turn on the faucet, the water is there. Right? We have a well. This is the second thing that the Bible talks about. Go to Isaiah chapter 12. Isaiah chapter 12 and verse 3. Hallelujah. And I love this. It says, therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the springs of salvation. Who's going to draw? We're going to draw. Where are we going to draw it from? From the springs of salvation. Where has salvation, where does it spring forth? From your heart. Why? Because God's got in your heart. Amen? When you ask God to come into your heart, and he's there, and now you've got a well, and how do you draw it out with? Oh, I don't, 
This, no, no, no. It says, therefore, with joy shall you draw water from the well or the springs of salvation. Say, I've got a well in my heart. It gives me a new start. Hallelujah. So, we've seen that these are some key things. When we encounter the brook, there's triumph. When we encounter the well, there's joy. Right? Go to Psalm 87. Psalm 87, verse 7. Psalm 87, verse 7. The singers, as well as the players of flutes, will say, All my springs and sources of joy are where? In you. Who's the you? That is God, right? He is our source. He is the living water. He is the source of living water. Amen? How how does it spring out? Sources of joy. Glory to God. You know, Jesus encountered a woman at a well in John chapter 4. This woman had lived a rough life. None of her relationships worked out well. And she kept trying to do the same old thing. She kept trying to drink from her own cistern and not the well that God provided. But on this day, when she came to the well, it was a different day. Say, today is my day. Right? And she, it was an ordinary day for her, but it was a divine appointment from God. Because Jesus was at the well. And when Jesus is at the well, he makes the well experience a whole lot better. Right? And this woman was a Samaritan. And Jesus was a Jew. And for the most part, most Jews did not get along with Samaritans. Because Samaritans were half Jews and the Jews considered them dogs. And there was some kind of tension between the Samaritans and the Jews. Right? But Jesus being a Jew, how we, oh, Jesus goes across every boundary. He breaks every limit. Amen? And he spoke to the woman. And he said, give me something to drink. And she said, the well is deep. And you don't have anything to draw it out with. You don't even have a rope, right? But then Jesus quickly turned the, the conversation from natural water to living water. And he said, you know, if you were to ask of me, I would give you water, right, that's living, water that's alive, water that is, that'll truly satisfy. See, this woman couldn't get satisfied in life. Everything wasn't working out. And she was like, I want this water. Do you want this water? It's free. Amen. It's available. And it is right here. Right? And he said, you know, if you'd asked me, I'd have given you living water. Now, she'd never heard of living water. And she said, well, you know, our father Jacob dug this well. 
This was a well that Jacob dug. This well's been around there for a long time. I've been doing the same thing over and over again, and I, I haven't f- discovered any living water. This, this water sustains me, but I've got to come back to this water every day. Right? But Jesus turned the whole dynamic, and then through the gifts of the Holy Spirit, he said, why don't you go call your husband? And she said, I don't have a husband. But see, the Holy Spirit gave Jesus inside information. He said, well, the man you're living with now is not your husband. And you've had four husbands or five husbands, whatever it was, right? And uh, she's like, oh my goodness, right? She realizes that he is the Messiah and he reveals that he's the Messiah to her. And you know what she does? She is so attracted to this living water. She knows that it's about to change her life. And she wants to share this living water with others. So she goes and tells half the town and they come out all because of a well. Everybody say with joy. Draw water from the well in your heart. Amen. It's an inexhaustible well. It. God gives it to us in a miraculous supply. And the third thing that the Bible talks about is a fountain. Everybody say a fountain. You know, a fountain is ready to spring up, but it just needs to be activated. How do you activate the fountain? You do it by faith. Your faith is the switch that makes the water flow. All right? It activates the fountain. Go with me to Jeremiah chapter 2. Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 13. Jeremiah 2:13. He said, "For my people committed two evils." They have abandoned me, the fountain of living water. Everybody say the fountain. The fountain of what? Not dead water. Not polluted water. Not stale water. But living water. Full of life. Full of eternal life. And they have carved out their own cisterns. Broken cisterns that cannot Hold water. Jesus is the source of living water. See, now a cistern is a tank that collects rainwater. And a cistern has a limit. You can only put so much water in a cistern. And do you want water that just came from your roof? It's not going to taste the best because in those days they had clay roofs. So the water would hit the roof. It would run down, mix with the clay and get collected in the cistern. Now, a cistern does not have moving water. So a cistern full of water is only going to be good for a certain amount of days. After that, the water is not going to be so good. Have you ever had a bottle of water sitting around for a week and you go to drink it? You'd be like, ah. No, thank you. Right? I want my water fresh. 
And so, not only did they carved out their own cisterns, their own supply, but they have broken cisterns. They can't contain the water. Amen? Guess what? You were not designed to supply yourself with water. You have to go to a source. You have to go to the well. Alright? And uh, so they abandoned the Lord... And, um, you know, a spring of water, I remember when I was in New Zealand, and we were at a place in New Zealand called Rotorua, and it was the source of many hot natural springs. People would actually cook their food, they would carve holes in the ground and lower their food in baskets, and the steam would actually cook their food. Natural heat from the earth. But there was a river in Rotorua, and the source of this, the river was a spring. And the spring was 50 foot deep. And the, it put out 99.9% pure water. And I don't know how many thousands of gallons a day it produces, but it produces day after day. I actually took a cup and dipped it in the river and drank some. It was really good. But you could actually look down and see the bottom of this spring. It was, it was a big pool, but it was all clear. Because it was pretty pure water. And, and out of that stream then, that stream was pumping water up from the ground, right? And it formed a river, or it formed a brook, and that brook would go. And you could actually see fish in the brook, right? Because that was a source of supply of the water. Okay? So these broken cisterns, this, they have these where wells are scarce. And they can't give forth ever-flowing fresh supply of water. And they can't retain the water, but for a long time. See, if you're trying to drink from your own cistern, it eventually is going to go empty. Or it eventually is going to go bad. Right? So you you got to make sure that you have a source of water, and that's what they that's what they did. They they denied Jesus being their fountain, and they couldn't contain or collect the water. And then the the final thing that the Bible talks about is a river. There is a river whose streams make glad. Everybody say glad. The water of God doesn't make you mad. The water of God doesn't make you bad. But the water of God makes you glad. Why? It brings satisfaction to your soul. It brings relief from heat. Alright? Go, go with me to Ezekiel chapter 47. Ezekiel 47. What kind of water are we talking about? Living water. How many want to live? Living water, healthy water, pure water. In Ezekiel chapter 47, he was having a vision of the actual river in heaven. And we're going to see that in just a minute. And it says in verse 1 that he or my guide, he brought me back to the door of the house... Or the temple of the Lord. 
And behold, water was flowing from under the threshold of the house. Say it was flowing. One thing about moving water, only moving water generates power. You know, they have a, they have a toothbrush called the water pick. And if that water wasn't flowing through the water pick, it wouldn't clean your teeth. But it flows through a very tiny hole, and because it flows through a tiny hole, the pressure of it and the force of it is great, and it'll actually get stuff out of your teeth. Right? So this water was flowing toward the east, for the front of the temple was facing east. The water was flowing down from under the right side of the house from south of the altar. Then he brought me out the way of the north gate and he led me around on the outside to the outer gate by the way of the gate that faces east. Behold, water was springing out. Not only was it flowing, but it was springing, it was moving, it was going, amen? It was under the house, it was a steady flow. It's time to get in the flow. See, I'm getting in the flow. Have you ever been in water that has a current? What does it do? If, if you're not anchored down, it'll move you. Amen? So the water was springing out. Verse 3. When the man went out toward the east with a measuring line in his hand, he measured a thousand cubits. Come here, AJ and Kayla. Come here. All right? I want you to be right here. Okay, I'm going to measure a thousand cubits. All right. Take take a couple steps. All right. It was up to their ankles. All right. You, you, You ever been to Hershey Park? You ever been to a water park? Where you ever been in a bathtub where it's just a little bit of water? Right. And it's up to your ankles. Now, it's hard to wash your whole body when it's just your ankles. Right. I mean, you've got to splash that water up. Right? Because it's not enough. Then he measured out some more. I measured out another cubit. All right? Take a, take a few more steps. All right? Now the water was a little deeper, but it was just up to their knees. Right? And now, if you're satisfied with ankle deep water, more power to you. But you know what? If the water reaches your ankles, there's a whole lot more water to experience. God just doesn't want to touch your ankles. He just doesn't want to touch your knees or your hips. He wants you to be totally immersed in him. All right? So then he measured out a little bit further, and they went a little bit more. Right? Now it's just up to their hips. Okay? You need some hip waders. Right? You ever see hip waders? They're rubber boots that that you can walk in water and, and you don't get wet. Right? All right, now let's go this direction, okay? Then he measured another thousand feet, okay? And it was a river, say it was a river, that I could not pass through. For the water had risen enough water to swim in. All right, do some swimming motions, all right? 
I'm ready to do some swimming. Do some swimming motions. Here. No, it's all right. Everybody do some swimming motions. God wants you to swim in the water. Right? This is how we play in the water. We raise our hands. Right? We're playing in the water. We, we stretch our hands to God. See, it was so deep, you couldn't wade across. You couldn't walk across. You had to swim across. All right? Thank you, guys. Have your seats. Give them a hand. All right? So this water was flowing. It was moving. All right? Mm. Go to Psalm, uh, go to Isaiah 35. Hallelujah. Isaiah 35. Look at verses 1 and 2. The wilderness and the dry land will be what? Will be glad. What makes dry land glad? Water makes it glad. Say, water makes me glad. Water satisfies me. Water refreshes me. Water heals me. Water helps me. I'm getting in the water. I'm getting in the flow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Okay? Then it says, the desert will shout with exaltation. Why is the desert going to shout? Because it's about to blossom. And a desert can't blossom. What does the desert lack? But God can bring water in a dry and barren place. It doesn't matter your circumstance. It doesn't matter your experience. It doesn't matter what you feel. God can bring water to a dry place. He can get water to you anytime, any place, anywhere. He can bring water right now. He doesn't need a fire hose. He is the water. He is the refreshing. He is the blessing. He is the power. If he can set boundaries to the water and say, you don't come past here, he can certainly make water appear wherever he wants it to. Amen? All right? It will blossom like the autumn crocus. Don't know what an autumn crocus is, but it must blossom. All right, verse 2. It will blossom how? Everybody say abundantly. Water brings abundance. Do you realize every major civilization in the history of the world started at the water? Every city that was built was built by water because they needed water to feed their animals. They needed water to drink. They needed water to travel in. And every major civilization was built by water. Egypt, the Nile. Iraq, the Euphrates. Right? 
Oh, and I'm telling you, God planted his people next to a river, an ever-flowing, ever-moving river. Amen. God has planted us like trees by the living water in the name of Jesus. What do you know about trees that are next to water? They are fruitful. They are productive. They are strong. Oh, they send their roots out there, and those roots are like straws that go, they suck up that water, and it, it, it replenishes the tree, it makes the sap good, it makes the fruit good, it makes them grow, it makes their branches spread out, hallelujah. It will blossom abundantly, and what else will it, will it, will it do? Rejoice with joy and singing. How many like to rejoice? Show me how to rejoice. How would you rejoice if something good really happened? If something exciting really happened? Show me how you would rejoice. Come on. Hallelujah. Yeah. See, you just got to let it bubble up. Sometimes it goes, he, he, he. But... Eventually, it will get into a flow, right? And your he, he, he will be ha, 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 or ho, 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 all right, or hey, hey, hey. Amen? <laughs> it will blossom abundantly. It'll rejoice with joy and singing the glory of Lebanon. We're in Lebanon County. It's time for the glory of Lebanon to be made manifest right here, right now, tonight, in the name of Jesus. The glory of Lebanon will be given to it. The majesty of Mount Carmel and the plains of Sharon, they will see the glory of the Lord. How many want to see the glory of the Lord? You know what? Sometimes when you look on a face and you see like this, you're seeing the glory. You're looking at the glory. Why? Because the glory brings joy. The glory brings refreshing. The glory brings satisfaction. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They will see the glory of the Lord and the majesty and splendor of our God. So, the water brings gladness. It causes you to shout. This is how we play in the rain. Amen. This is how we play in the water. This is how we splash around in the water. We're glad. We shout. We rejoice. There's joy. There's singing. And we see the glory. Someone say praise the Lord. Someone say God is good. Hallelujah. And Jesus told his disciples when they had their feast. He said on the last day, see, they, their parties were about seven days. And this was on the seventh day. On the last and great day of the feast, Jesus stood up and said, All those who are thirsty, he said, come 
to me and what? Drink. He supplies the substance, but you do the drinking. Amen? He supplies the water, but you do the drinking. So he's my supply, but I do the drinking. So he said, come, who do we come to? We come to him and we drink. How do we drink? You move your mouth. You pray in tongues. You praise God. You exalt God. You give him praise. You give him honor and you give him glory. That's how we drink. Okay. And then he says, once we're drinking, right? Something's going to happen on the inside when you're drinking, right? You're taking it in. You're praising him. You're, you're letting it come out of your mouth, right? And then all of a sudden, something starts to happen on the inside. And he says, out of your innermost being, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke of the Spirit because the Spirit had not yet come because he had not yet been glorified. But when you drink of the living water, what you take in has got to come out. Amen? What you take in has to come out. Hallelujah. And you don't have to fight it. You just have to let it flow. Ha, ha, ha. We're going to let it flow. We're going to let that joy of the Lord flow right now in the name of Jesus. We're going to play in If you want to stand up and start praising God, but I want you to open your mouth and I want you to praise the Lord the best you know how. If you pray in tongues, pray in tongues. If you don't pray in tongues, just give God praise, all right? This is a very important thing. I want you guys to praise God with your mouth, all right? Praise Him. Just tell, tell God how good He is. Tell God how great He is. Tell God how wonderful He is. Tell God how powerful He is, all right? All right, guys, I need you to be praising God, okay? Praising God. This, this is an important part of the service, all right? You've you got to open your mouth, and you've got to let praise go in the name of Jesus. Tell, you, you know from Bible Adventure how good God is, right? You know we have a good God. Oh, we bless you. We praise you, Lord, in this house in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the brook. We thank you for the well. We thank you for the fountain. We thank you for the river. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You can come to the brook. You can come to the well. You can come to the fountain. And you can get in the river. And you can swim in the river. Hallelujah. The river. The river. Oh, there's a river flowing right through here in the name of Jesus. That river is flowing. The water is going. Sadness is leaving. Hallelujah. Joy is here in the name of Jesus. Glory. 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 Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. There's a river. There's a river. There's a river. There's a river. It's flowing. There's a river. Hallelujah. There's a river. Hallelujah. There's a river. Oh, thank you, Lord, for the river. Thank you, Lord, for the river. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the river. Thank you for the river, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. 
See, your tongue is the bucket to your well. And as you move your mouth and praise God, you're dipping your bucket into the well. And you're drawing out His goodness. You're drawing out His praise. You're drawing out His power. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we give you thanks and praise that we can play in the river. Hallelujah. You know, God even sent angels down, and they would stir water. And when those waters were stirred, people who got in the water got healed. If you need healing tonight, if you need healing tonight, the waters are being stirred right now. There's some troubling of the water. There's some moving of the water. Heaven is moving the water. Heaven is touching the water. Get in the water right now. Right where you're at, get in the water by faith. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. A cascading waterfall. A cascading waterfall. That water is going over the edge. It's falling hard. It brings refreshing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. I'm just playing in the water. I'm splashing around a little bit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Say I'm healed in the water. Say I'm satisfied in the water. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. An endless supply. You don't even need to feel good to rejoice. You can rejoice by faith. You can offer the sacrifice of praise. Father, I thank you that your water is bringing heaven's goods and services. In the name of Jesus, God's filling up a barge full of heaven's goods and services, and he's delivering it right to your doorstep right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, it's a barge. It's overflowing. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, I declare to those who are watching and those who are listening that your river of healing is flowing to them right now. In the name of Jesus. Lord, your water is washing them free of sickness, free of disease. Free of virus, free of infirmity, free of weakness. In the name of Jesus, your water is bringing strength. Your water is bringing health. Your water is bringing joy. Your water is bringing refreshing. In the name of Jesus. 
I declare every person who's struggling with a sickness or a disease in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I call you free. Free in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Sing and shout and rejoice over the water. Oh, God is set opening up the floodgates. The floodgates of heaven are being opened right now. In the name of Jesus. Oh, there's a rush of water. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. need to get inoculated with faith. You don't need one dose. Oh, I'm telling you, one belief in God makes things that were impossible possible. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. You know that God supplied his people with water in the wilderness through a rock. And the New Testament says that that rock was Christ. That rock traveled with them. First they struck the rock. Then they were supposed to speak to the rock. But every time they, enact, they encountered that rock, that rock, when that rock was done what, what God said to do, even when Moses was angry and he struck the rock, God had mercy and water still came out. Amen? And what flowed out of Jesus' side when he was on the cross? Water. Amen? Say, I am clean. Say, I've had a holy bath. I've had a shower of power. I'm clean. I'm satisfied. And I'm refreshed. If you believe that, say amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen, amen, amen. Father, I thank you that you cleanse this town and this community of all of the COVID in the name of Jesus. You wash it down the drain in the name of Jesus. I give you thanks and praise, Father. Oh, Father, thank you for the flood. Thank you for the early and the latter rain. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Like the fragrance after the rain. What's that song, Jesus? Jesus. I don't know all the words, but I know that like the fragrance after the rain. Master, Savior, Jesus, Jesus, there's just something about His name. Kings and
and kingdoms will all pass away. But there's something about His name. This is why I don't lead worship. Hallelujah. But there's, say there's something about His name. You can say the name of Jesus and it'll stir up things. But you can say any other name and they'll be like, oh, whatever. But the name of Jesus, it strikes fear in the heart of the devil. It makes demons tremble. It causes darkness to flee. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus. Glory to God. There is something about his name. Glory to God. Amen. Well, have you been refreshed tonight? Glory to God. Father, we thank you for the living water that you so graciously provide us with. Thank you that there is a never-ending supply. And as your water flows, sickness goes. As your water flows, your body grows. As your water flows, believers know and they understand what the will of the Lord is in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Amen. Enjoy playing in the rain and the living water. Have a great and wonderful night and an even better week. Amen.